I'm Rene Ritchie, and this is just what in the hell is going on in Apple Glass's rumorland this week. After a few years and a steady stream of stories, noted supply chain exfiltrator extraordinaire Guo Mingqi updated his report saying he now expects Apple Glasses to launch sometime in 2022. At that point, the always ascending John Prosser of Front Page Tech retorted, saying he'd heard the announcement was planned for as early as this fall's iPhone event, but may be postponed to next year. Also that they'd be called Apple Glass and cost $500. Then he went on a plethora of live streams and podcasts, from the Gadgetcast to the Cultcast to Vipe Drive, and added details like they'd have no built-in speakers, but would instead rely on AirPods, and that there may even be a limited edition version in the shape of Steve Jobs' famous rounded frames. Think Harry Potter, kids. Which, of course, set an internet already primed by gold watches, XDR stands, and Mac Pro wheel outrage once again on fire. Bloomberg's biz prophet, Mark Gurman, who's also been reporting on glasses for years, called the Steve Jobs frames in specific and the rest of the stories in general fiction. Prosser replied that he respected Gurman, Gurman that there were both mixed reality headsets and glasses in the pipeline, which might be confusing. Prosser, that he wasn't confused, and Benjamin Mayo of 9to5Mac, that, <laughs> sorry, strike that, <laughs> Gurman had previously reported that the glasses were coming in 2020, but now that the announcement had been delayed to 2021 and the release until 2022 or 2023, with the headset being the thing coming earlier, but also maybe not until 2022. Noted code extractor and reverse engineer Steve Trotton-Smith said he'd laugh at these rumors floating around if not for people taking them so seriously. Trotten-Smith then retweeted a bunch of information on the glasses that had come out through software accidentally included in previous versions of iOS, and suggested that the bunch of noise was being deliberately generated to drown out any real signals. Since then, others have suggested alternate sources, different projects, different prototypes, or just bored work-from-homers and, I paraphrase, trolling for the lulls. Max Weinbach of XDA Developers, who's contributed some of his own reporting on live streams and the Everything Apple Pro channel, seemed to be on the same page as Prosser. And Prosser, for his part, has basically said, just wait, watch, and see what happens. Now, I personally try to never fall victim to any of the classic blunders. The most famous, of course, is never bet against a dread pirate when death is on the line. But only slightly less well-known is never get involved in a rumor war on the internet. None of these people are your dad. So no hashtag germ or hashtag germ in the comments, please. Personally, as you know, the when of a release date or the what of a hardware specification aren't even the most fascinating parts to me. I'd like Apple to take as long as they absolutely need to take just so that I get the best product possible when they're ready. But the rumors and the reports being so conflicted right now is in and of itself fascinating in terms of seeing how the small, loud, but important social part of the market is responding to the idea of the product itself. Because while I covered why I think Apple is making glasses last week, make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any of those videos, the bigger question I still have right now isn't why Apple would make them, but why would any of us buy them? And that really wasn't even a question with the iPhone. People need phones. Feature phones were already a mature market. And smartphones were primed to move from early adopters to mainstream acceptance. They just needed a push, which turned out to be exactly what the iPhone was. It was a big question for the Apple Watch, though. Feature watches, from classic Swiss to deeply digital, were beyond a mature market. But for a variety of reasons, they weren't at all ubiquitous. Smartwatches were also still firmly in the early adopter phase, primed to move not at all. 
Would people be willing to give the Apple Watch a chance on their wrist? Either the relatively few who still wore traditional watches for actual timekeeping or as jewelry, or the much bigger group that no longer or simply never wore watches at all. Of course, the ground is now littered with the reputation corpses of the many pundits who said nope, big old nope, even and especially years after the reverse proved absolutely obvious. Specific to the Apple Watch, the most compelling features of the set have been health, fitness, and medical emergency alerts, with a good peppering of notifications and communications thrown in there just to round things out. It works with your phone, does a few general things the phone does, not as in-depth, but far more conveniently, but it also does a few very specific things that the phone can't do at all. Now, unlike watches, a lot of people, myself included, simply have to wear glasses or contacts for vision correction. We're used to them. We wear them all day, every day. And switching from dumb to smart glasses won't be a big ask, like, at all. Basically, Apple will have all of us at one more thing. But also unlike watches, I don't think there's a large group, at least not in established markets, that have stopped or simply never worn glasses at all, ever. If not prescriptively, I think most people have worn glasses opportunistically, for safety or fashion reasons, sunglasses being the biggest example. Because safety and fashion are also absolutely compelling enough reasons to put on glasses. We don't want anything flying into our eyes or hurting our vision. We just want to look all Top Gun, Terminator badass. But they're worn intermittently, not all the time. So, rabid fan base and technophiles aside, will Apple need a ton of stuff after the one more thing to win over the much larger market? Whatever activity and workouts and heart rate monitoring and fall detection and international emergency calling and messages are, but for glasses. Now, I fully realize the dangers of trying to predict this stuff. I barely anticipated half the features that now make the Apple Watch all but indispensable to me. Yeah, when asked by Ford, I just said I wanted more convenient horses. And that's where I am with Apple glasses as well. Like I said in the last video, a heads-up display, a HUD, like Tony Stark has in all the Marvel movies. A way to get everything from notifications to information, from messages to walking directions, never mind without reaching for my phone, but without even having to lift up my wrist. But I also want a much more granular, nuanced, less obtrusive system for it. Because as we've all learned in the age of always on, notifications can so easily turn into annoyance and information into distraction. Always on the wrist is both better and worse for that. Always on your face, I can't even wait and I could not be more terrified. We're flattening down compute from the desktop to the laptop to the palm top to the wrist top to finally the face top, shrinking the distance between our devices and ourselves, bringing our external cybernetics, because that's what all of this really, really is, everything that amplifies our senses and memories and communications as close as they can possibly be to becoming internal. But I digress. See, I don't think Apple will have or even need any of those really compelling features, at least not at launch. And they won't need mainstream adoption either, at least not at launch. Because they didn't have it with the iPhone. It took years to build out that feature set and to grow that market share. Same with the Apple Watch. But they did have a minimally delightful product. Some cool stuff for the rabid fan base and technophiles to glom to. Things like pinch to zoom and rubber banding, activities and sketches that got a lot of attention and made for great show-offy demos that every early adopter could give their more decidedly mainstream family, friends, and colleagues. And that, combined with new and really compelling features over the years, be it the App Store or Swimproofing, iMessage or Always On, increased appeal and removed opt-outs, and step-by-step, year-by-year, the products grew and grew. So, my guess is the Apple glasses will be the same. They'll start out just as simply, just as crudely even as the iPhone and Apple Watch did. 
at least in their original forms. They'll have a few features that are cool enough to capture the attention of the always hangry media and the wallets of those who just always have to have the next and newest thing. They'll provide timely data, like indoor and outdoor walking directions, critical notifications, like who's messaging or calling you, things that make it so you don't even have to look down at your phone or watch, or put down whatever you're holding or doing to look at any other device. They'll be even less capable, but they'll also be even more available, and that'll be good enough to get things started. Then, then, we'll get rapid iterations on speed and power, a redesign, a lower-priced model, and before I even know it, I'll be making a video about how Apple glasses need to be set iPhone and even Apple Watch free. And that's before we even get to the real killer feature, being able to sit on calls or really anything boring at all and secretly be watching Nebula the whole time. Nebula is the amazing cool new streaming video service I'm building with a group of like-minded education and creator friends. People like Thomas Frank, Legal Eagle, Real Engineering, Sarah Z, and many, many more. A place where we can try out new things without having to worry about the dreaded algorithm or being demonetized or just being forced to stay in our lane. I just did my very first Nebula original. It's part of the working title series where all of your favorite creators take all of their favorite television shows and tell you why they love them so much through the lens of their title sequences. Mine is all about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, Buffy. I go into everything from the contrast of the classic and modern horror elements to the subversion of the genre and its many stereotypes to its legacy as part of popular culture. And it's just something I could never, not ever post here on this channel. But Nebula is also a place where we can post all of our regular videos, videos just like this one, without any ads, without any sponsorships at all. Even special and extended versions of our videos, like I've been posting the full-length versions of my interviews on Nebula as well, 45-minute chats with iJustine, Brian Tong, Walt Mossberg, and more. Again, things that would just get absolutely buried here by the algorithm. And you can sign up and watch all of that really amazing content, ad-free, right now for just $3 a month. Better yet, even though they're not sponsoring this video, you can get Nebula for free if you sign up for CuriosityStream, which gives you access to some of the best documentaries and shows in the world, all for the exact same $3 a month, or just $20 for the whole year. And you get Nebula for free, not just for a trial, but totally free for as long as you get CuriosityStream. Just go to curiositystream.com slash Ritchie. It's not just a great way to help out this channel or education channels in general. It's the best damn deal in streaming today. And thanks as always, for your support. So let me explain. No, there's too much. Let me sum up. Beyond all the rumors, Apple will eventually announce glasses. They'll have a few features that excite us nerds, but still be very much a version one device. The potential will be there though. They'll get a bunch of coverage, including a ton of articles and videos about how very doomed they are and how very doomed Apple is for making them, but they'll be iterated on for the next few years. And within half a decade, we'll have what everyone who blows the initial analysis calls the version Apple should have shipped to begin with, the iPhone 4, iPad Air, or Apple Watch 4 version, the mainstream version that has all the whys that people want to buy. Now, hit like, hit subscribe if you haven't already, and hit share if you have. Then hit up the comments and let me know. If you wear glasses, what will it take for you to switch over to Apple glasses? And if you don't, what will Apple have to do to get you to start wearing them? Thanks for watching and check out this playlist, this playlist with all of my other previews. Just click and I'll see you next video.